Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius it's so obvious it's going on there's actually a word for it dual justice that's where the laws that apply to the rest of us don't apply to democrats last week was one big grotesque example of dual justice As we learned that the FBI not only refused to prosecute the Bidens for their crimes that the FBI had known about since 2018, they went a step further. They committed actual obstruction. That's a crime itself to keep investigators at the IRS and the FBI and the DOJ from finding out about the Bidens crimes, specifically $10 million that the Bidens had coerced yeah there's a reason that ukrainian oligarch used the word coerced when telling an investigator about it coerced why coercion is illegal oh and that 10 million bucks that hunter and joe got yeah hunter kind of didn't report that on his taxes that's tax evasion if he moved it around as we know he did among the 20 shell companies that's money laundering three felonies right there the fbi has known about them since 2018 but they buried the form they were recorded on and kept it from IRS and DOJ investigators. Two of those investigators ended up testifying before the House last week. It was shocking. But what we learned is this. Dual justice is real. It's alive. It's not a figment of our imagination. And it is where the crimes of the Democrats, not only are they not prosecuted for them, but what are supposed to be our law enforcement agencies actually commit crimes of their own to cover up the Democrats' crimes. In the particular case I just described, there's a good argument to be made that the FBI committed the crime of obstruction to cover up Joe Biden's crimes. A crime, ironically, they've charged Donald Trump with down in Florida. So, okay, if you're a Democrat and you see that you now have the superpower of essentially being immune to criminal statutes, what do you do next? Well, if crime laws, crime statutes don't apply to you, then you got to ask yourself, why should court rulings apply to you? Heck, go for broke. Why should Supreme Court rulings apply to you? And that's what just happened. The Democrats just got two professors to write them a letter declaring that these Trump justices on the Supreme Court are so out of control, it's time. It's time for what they call popular constitutionalism that is as opposed to old-fashioned constitutionalism 
where we all follow the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, everyone actually has rights, and everyone honors the Supreme Court's rulings. In their letter to Joe Biden, and this is not the last you'll hear of this, it's the beginning of it, Harvard Law Professor Mark Tushnet and San Francisco State University political scientist Aaron Belkin call upon President Joe Biden to defy the rulings of the Supreme Court that he considers mistaken. They call this popular constitutionalism. What they say is if Joe doesn't like the recent rulings um, on affirmative action, banning it, or banning his forgiveness of student debt, he should just ignore them. Now, here's an irony alert for you. The Democrats claim they are the big defenders, the arbiters of democracy. Well, what's democracy? That'd be when the majority rules, right? Well... Polls have overwhelmingly shown that between 60 and 70 percent of Americans agree with the Supreme Court in the last two cases. So these aren't exactly radical rulings. But the Democrats have never troubled themselves with actual details. So as the argument goes, these Trump appointed Supreme Court justices are so radical that Joe Biden must save the country by practicing popular constitutionalism. You're going to hear a lot about that in coming years. It's where the president simply says he doesn't like the ruling, so he's not going to follow it. It's a natural outgrowth, the logical next step in dual justice. Now, understand the Democrats are not proposing that Republican governors or Republican Congress members could simply ignore Supreme Court rulings. They don't like. No, 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 no. You can tell this the way that this is written. It is only to apply to Joe Biden, not even a future Republican. Joe then would become the arbiter of what is constitutional and what is not. The danger, they write, to the country is constitutionalism. You know, believing in the Bill of Rights and that everyone has first, second, third, fourth, fifth amendment rights. Yeah, that's dangerous. We need to go with popular constitutionalism where Joe or the Democrat in charge decides what's actually constitutional. As liberal law professor Jonathan Turley writes this morning, in the hill there's another word for that he writes if you notice their description of popular constitutionalism sounds exactly like a dictatorship (laughs) Turley is right this is what tushnet actually advocated in this letter to joe biden in quote taking the constitution away from the courts folks this is radical stuff but Tara, you say come on it's just a letter the democrats aren't going to actually do this well the thing is they are Here's how you can tell. They're already passing laws in their states that demand speech codes and imprison those who don't follow their speech codes. Look, for example, at Michigan, where a law just passed the House of their Democrat-controlled legislature. That could put you in prison for up to five years and makes it a felony if you misgender someone or refuse to call them by their preferred pronouns. This is why I've been forecasting for months that the Democrats are going to need to rebuild the Supreme Court to uphold these new speech codes. And that, as I said in a podcast last week, we're actually going to see political dissidents from blue states flee to red states with the authorities in the blue states firmly on their heels that the actual first real violent clashes of the Civil War that our country inevitably will end up in will be between red state authorities and the blue state authorities that transverse into their states. 
The same blue state authorities that will insist, as you're seeing the beginnings of here, that there is no Bill of Rights, that they are, aren't following the Constitution anymore, that the dictator, the president, has said we're doing popular constitutionalism. We're not following the Supreme Court. And they're going to need this to uphold their speech code laws, like the laws either that have either passed or are in the, on the way to passing in Minnesota, Oregon, and California, where if you refuse to use your child's preferred pronoun as a parent starting at age 12 and up, they can simply come and take the child from you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. They don't even have to tell you where the child went. DSS takes custody, and if you refuse to transition your child or go along with their delusions about what gender they are this week, well, you don't get to have custody anymore. That's a speech code, if I've ever seen it. And how do you uphold this? It's blatantly unconstitutional. Well, that is what the left is planning for, for the day when they're going to have to defend these laws in the courts. They're simply going to nullify the courts. No need for a court. Joe Biden or whatever Democrat is installed in the White House will simply act as dictator. So what is this letter? It's a trial balloon to see if there's any pushback from us to the left, essentially declaring they're not going to honor Supreme Court rulings anymore. Now, understand we would still have to honor Supreme Court rulings, but they don't. Kind of like they get to censor us and federal agencies get to censor us, but we don't get to censor them. Anyway, this is a trial balloon to see if there's any pushback by the GOP. I mean, by the GOP leadership to see if people like Mitch McConnell or Kevin McCarthy have any response to it at all. Mitch McConnell won't, trust me. Uh, and if they, you know, have any kind of objection before it actually starts. What does this tell us? That Joe Biden's White House is actively considering simply ignoring these support Supreme Court rulings. Why would they do that? Because it's not the first time he's done it. After the Supreme Court ruled, Joe Biden was not allowed to enforce on U.S. landlords an eviction moratorium. He simply decided to ignore that. And he did it anyway. Last week, Biden did it again, declaring he was going to forgive about half a trillion dollars worth of loans. Again, after the Supreme Court ruled unequivocally, he couldn't do it. They're testing the water, folks. They're trying to see, can they get away with this? Just doing whatever they want from the executive branch, no matter what the Supreme Court says. I'm willing to bet, given how dual justice has gone so far with the Democrats' crimes, they'll get away with it just fine. Meanwhile, a shocking poll from Pew Research Center, a stunning 55% of U.S. adults want the federal government to censor us. Folks, I, I can't believe I'm seeing this in my lifetime, but it's true. The numbers are terrifying, red state rights, and they're right about that. 55% of U.S. adults think the federal government should restrict false information on the Internet. What's shocking about that is this is the second time Pew Research Center has asked this question. The last time they asked it was in 2018. Back then, 
a minority of Americans, just 39% of respondents expressed such views. And a majority said, heck no, we've got the First Amendment. Are you nuts? Not today. In just five short years, somehow, an overwhelming majority of Americans have come to believe, yeah, we totally need the federal government to censor us. And never mind that their censorship efforts the last few years have not only been illegal, they've been a disaster. They ended up censoring true things. And it was actually the federal government itself that was the biggest disinformer from Hunter Biden's laptop being Russian information to the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, um, all the way to all the fake information about COVID that the government pushed on us censoring actual true information like that the shot doesn't keep you from getting COVID. So what's even the point of it? In fact, the government's record is a big fat zero. Everything they censored going into the 2020 and 2022 elections was correct. But Americans don't care or don't know. I'm not sure. But 65% want tech companies to censor us and 55% would like the federal government to censor us. Majorities of Republicans still want to remain free to speak as they please. Um, But the big change that's driving this is among Democrats. In 2018, just 40% of Democrats supported the idea of the federal government censoring everyone. In other words, a minority of Democrats. A majority of Democrats still wanted free speech. Fast forward just five years, and there's a stunning change. 70% of Democrats now want censorship, compared, again, to just 40% in 2018. You put that together with what's in the beginning of this podcast, the idea that Democrat presidents should just ignore Supreme Court rulings, do whatever they want, and, oh, by the way, the federal government should censor. And what do you have? A dictatorship. Can you see the outlines of it? And it looks like the American people and majorities actually want it. Now, here's where this survey gets really weird, okay? You would assume that more young people want the censorship than older people. But that's not true. The only bright spot in this poll is the fact that it's actually people over 50 who want the censorship the most and the youngest people who want it the least. Go figure. So maybe there's some hope there. But my gosh. Meanwhile, wanted to update longtime Battleground America listeners on this. The New York Times following, what, two years behind me, finally admitting that the COVID deaths, at least some of them, were fake. I told you that almost in the beginning. In fact, I was censored on both Facebook and Twitter for it, but I got it right. New York Times finally admitting that about 30% of the COVID deaths weren't really. They were actually just coded that way, but people who died of something else. I knew that early on because I actually got a strike on Facebook for linking to the CDC's new two-page coding guideline, which said, nah, just code the death as COVID if you suspect it was COVID, even if you don't have a test showing that, uh, or if COVID, if you get a positive COVID test, go ahead and code it. That meant that COVID was coded like no other cause of death. None of the other 80,000 causes worked that way. You go with whatever the first cause is, i.e. you got in a motorcycle accident, you crashed and died. Well, that's what you died of. But if they managed to swab your dead body when it arrived at the hospital too late to save and there was a positive COVID test, 
Well, then, by God, that was a secondary cause, which meant it was the main cause. Only with COVID did the secondary cause trump the first cause. So last week, the New York Times finally admitted, quote, the official number of COVID deaths is probably an exaggeration because it includes some people who had virus when they died, even though it was not the underlying cause of death. Other CDC data suggest that almost one third of official recent COVID deaths have fallen into this category. Well, actually, we know from the UK Daily Mail, it's more like half, but they're getting there, inching their way toward admitting the truth. By the way, the CDC had censored by the federal government on social media. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.